Hello, hello, this is Tracy Harrell, and welcome to Bigger Than Me. Each week, we focus on how to achieve your definition of success and happiness. On Bigger Than Me, we bring together a combination of ageless wisdom, the latest research, and engaging interviews with amazing people who are sharing their stories to help each of us achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. All right, let's do this. Victor, I am so excited today. So what we're going to talk about today is thriving, thriving in 2020, focusing on mental health, physical health, and spiritual health. And you're a bit of an expert when it comes to physical health. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and why is this conversation around physical health so important? Well, first I want to say thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Uh, It's good to be back. Um, Yes, my name is Victor Tobert. I'm a certified personal trainer. I'm an athletic trainer. I train athletes from the ages of five years old all the way up to the ages uh, well, athletes, uh, all the way up to professional athletes, um, a couple NFL athletes, but um, I train, I personal train and help develop strength, uh, stability, core, and just help uh, overall health, help uh, people move, work on getting stronger, being able to get in and out of their car, reaching up in the cabinets for grabbing, you know, your spices and things like that. So um, I work with a variety of ages all the way up to 70 years old. So I have a, a big range that I work with. Um, but I'm a certified personal trainer, uh, but also work with an organization called the National African American Male Wellness Agency. And um, what we do is we are driven on community engagement and helping the community, helping the black man, helping the men stay healthy, continue to be healthy, becoming educated and informed on life issues um, life concerns, things that are killing us at a high rate. Um, but yes, I'm definitely uh, here for everything, questions you need to ask, and just to tell you about the great things that's going on, but also um, just, just to continue pushing the content on, you know, life, health, and being physically fit to help maintain your stress levels in itself to help you keep pushing through these hard times that we're going through. I love it. You know what? what? What I think I love most about you, I've had you on the show last year. Like when you did this men's wellness week last year, yes. I had you on. And it was amazing. We had videos of hundreds of, I mean, thousands of people came. Yes, out. yes, so yes. Let's yes. talk a little bit about what are you doing this year? How is your men's wellness week? How's that shaping up in well, the virtual world? No, uh, shaping up uh, pretty, 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 pretty good. I must say, um, it's definitely a, a blessing. Uh, what we have right now is that this week we're actually doing a Black Men's Health Week. It's actually kicked off today, actually with a podcast um, with the Washington State Urological Society. Um, we did a good podcast with the founder of the National African American Wellness Agency, Mr. John Gregory, and I. Um, we did a podcast with them, talking about the history of uh, how the walk started, how the this initiative started. Um, and how it got to be so big and worldwide and uh, just so big in the United States thus far. Um, so this week, it kicks off today with the podcast that we uh, that we had that they um, that we pre-recorded that comes out with the Washington State Urological Society. And then going into tomorrow, we have a full list of events, full list of just uh, information that's coming out with accredited doctors 
um, and mental health professionals throughout this whole week. Um, tomorrow we have a the prostate cancer, uh, prostate health, where we talk about prostate cancer. We talk about the signs and symptoms that we need to know for um, when it comes time when men of men of color are dying at a high rate because of prostate cancer. Um, but then going into Tuesday, we have two sessions where we talk about one, we talk about the COVID testing. This is so important because uh, as you know, uh, us as black people, we don't trust testing. We don't trust these vaccines. We don't want to go get tested. We don't want to get shot with a needle. We don't want none of that. So <laughs> we have a we have a, a we have a, a black doctor that's working with the Washington that's working with the uh, UW Medical Center that's going to speak to us specifically on COVID testing and COVID nineteen and how things are going and their research and everything that's going on within that realm of their studies and this new. Uh, way of living and shutdowns and things we're going to so, through. So uh, they'll talk about that. That's at 12 p.m. And then also then going into the 6 p.m. Uh, breakout session, the 6 p.m. session is going to be about colon cancer, colon health. So as we know, we're dying because of colon. Like these are preventable uh, cancers and diseases, but we need to be able to be first be men and recognize these symptoms early and take accountability with those, so, with these so symptoms and recognize. I, I love it. What, what, what I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have Nathan get ready to share with us that that one page flyer that shows all the great <laughs> things that you're doing, and then we're gonna come back and talk through each one. Because gotcha. you know we, we're, we're live now. We've been live on YouTube um, through Hubbard Radio, Hubbard Studios. I just did a Facebook live as well because I think part of what I want to do is just get people to think about this differently. So today's topic is once again thriving in 2020. It's about physical health, mental health, and and, and spiritual health. And so you're focused on mental health, but you realize that they're all connected. So go ahead and share the fire with us. This is your, your week. Tell us, um, tell us again, this black men's health week. Yes. Black men's health week. Actually, like I said, it started today. You can register first of all, it's free registration. So we want this to be community engagement. We want to engage with the community. So we want as many of our black men, as many people to register, come join in these breakout sessions and actually it's Q and a, so we'll have questions. The, the doctors are, they're going to make these sessions engaging so the community will be engaged. You'll be able to ask questions if you have questions. So we are starting off with the podcast today. Then we go to like I uh, just previously spoke of with the prostate uh, cancer, uh, prostate health talk, and then COVID talk and colon cancer talk. So, and so Wednesday, so Tuesday is COVID health and colon health. And colon health, yes. So you yes, have so a, two, a 12 p.m. and a 6 p.m. So for, for the entire Tuesday. week. Just for those who might be looking, you can't see the detail here, but where can they go to, to, to get the detail? Can you repeat the um, your website? Yeah, so um, so you can the, it actually you can actually go register on Eventbrite. You can actually go to Eventbrite and just type in the initials uh, BMHW, which is Black Men's Health Week. And when you type in those initials on Black Men's Health Week, you will be able to, it'll take you right to this uh, right to the page to register for Black Men's Health Week, and you'll be able to register there. Um, you'll be able to register for that, yes, through Black Men's Health Week via the Eventbrite. Perfect. So and then you'll gonna get... Go Sorry, I'm going to go ahead and have you go ahead and just clarify while we have this um, up. Thank you for, for sharing the flyer. Um, mm -hmm. We'll go ahead and show your your, your visual. Uh, go ahead and tell us what's happening on Wednesday then. And you said on Wednesday the Tuesday, we have... So the Tuesday thing was COVID-19 and colon health. Yes, yes, yes. And then uh, Wednesday we have cooking share, with dads. Share a few, share a few uh, specifics if you don't mind. Like a few... Uh, statistics and specifics on why this is called black men's health. This is for any man will benefit mm -hmm. from these things, the, the, these so, various elements, but why is it black? Why are you focusing on black men's health? Well, black men, uh, we tend to die 
and we are at higher risk of dying from these uh, these diseases because uh, one because we don't get we don't go get checked we don't know our numbers and also because uh, the stigmatism and it's been a it's been one of our life stressors a life thing that we've learned that we've felt like we had to do is hold our emotions hold our be be strong for our family but and not show that weak part or no show a sign of sickness so um which is that's where the mental health part comes in which is towards the end of the week but we fight these stressors and we fight these issues for so long and then they become a bigger problem and we end up dying at a young age because we don't recognize the symptoms so we want to encourage everyone to go recognize the symptoms go recognize what we have going on within our black within our community um so statistics like 68% of black men have high blood pressure issues that they don't know about until they specifically go to the hospital and then they end up knowing that they are uh they have high blood pressure or their blood pressure levels are extremely high and then they statistics then they have hypertension so we Did need you say to start 60% 60, of black 68 yes 68, 68%. yes 68 yes um so we we tend to not get checked out until it's too late. And once we get hypertension, then you know, then, then we have a series of other issues that we have to address and we have to get addressed. We have to change our diet, we have to change what we eat. So that's why everything is actually coming, comes together for the total man. We want it to be centered around the total man. Um, and it's just these the statistics that's out, that's out there for our black men are so alarming that if we don't have the conversation about it, then we won't be able to, to address, we have to continue having these conversations. This isn't a one and done type thing. Um, the event that I had last year, if we would have just had that last year and that would have been it, we wouldn't have reached as many people. We wouldn't be able to reach people to this day, you know? So um, also uh, there is a statistic, um, I'm working with the Washington State Urological Society and with with the prostate cancer. So, and they, they provide me with a lot of information and this would hit me today when they, uh, they always send me little tidbits and things like that. So, and this is something that Miss um, Debbie Johnson, one of the ladies I'm working with, tremendous woman, she hit me with this today, and I'm like, this is the reason why I'm doing this. So this is a new fact to come out. So it says, it says one in one in six. Uh, I said one in six African American men will develop prostate cancer in their life. Overall, African American men are 1.8 times more likely to be diagnosed with and 2. 2.2 uh, 2 times the more likely to die from prostate cancer than white men. So that is shows you the scale that we are just over. Wow. Like we, we're overdue for this information and we're overdue to, to, to actually speak out on it and address it. I so it. I love it. Thank you for what you're doing. So we talked about Monday, Sunday, you had some podcasts, Monday, yes. Tuesday, Tuesday's COVID and colon and colon cancer. Colon cancer. Yes. Colon. Wednesday is cooking with dads. So cooking with dads is a family where we have a chef coming on and we have the local chef helping the, the kids and the families are coming on to cooking a uh, cooking a healthy meal for a family of four for $25 or less. So that meal is going to be sent out via email to everyone that registers and the list of ingredients is going to be sent out. But also if the families don't have the list of ingredients, um, we're, we partner with the emergency feeding programs. So the, oh. Families can go Glenn. down to the emergency feeding program. Yes, Glenn Turner. Yes, so the families can go down to the emergency feeding program. Uh, they have a they have a, a, a tremendous supply of food because um, they're contract and they have a partnership with Amazon for Save. It's a tremendous supply of food, and they have been uh, actually started packaging as much ingredients as possible for the event. 
and just ready to hand out to the hand out to everyone that's registered for the cooking with dads. So, wow, and that's the important, that. that's a beautiful thing with the cooking with dads. So that way it's actually helping some family, helping the families out that need that, that want to be involved with this event, but necessarily going through the struggles with it, with COVID and possibly not having income, but being able to actually participate and have the ingredients that they need at, in their home. That, that's um, so huge. That's, I actually met Glenn Turner at your event last actually I met him two years ago and then I met him last year again and I was like hey I remember you <laughs> from the and, and he's amazing so I actually went out to the emergency feeding program they wow, are nice. doing amazing things he's a, he's a spiritual guy he's so beautiful I actually learned a lot just in the short time that I was connecting with them I move really quickly on things and so he kind of helped me to slow down and just take it easy so I had some good learnings with him. But what I can say is he has such a beautiful heart and what they're doing for people right now is so important. So my question to you is why is the idea of, you know, cooking with dad so important? I mean, I, I know why, but wh wh why did you add this in as a, as a key part of overall well, wellness and health? Well, it's a, the whole initiative, the uh, Black Men's Wellness Agency, everything is about the total man. So we can't just address the you know, the health issues without addressing our youth issue, without addressing our youth and without bringing our youth involved with understanding our health. So um, it, it goes back to understanding as a youth, let's say your father, let's say my father wasn't in my life. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have that man around to actually help my mother or help me learn how to cook and eat healthy. So I was eating bad and my test scores was bad. I couldn't function well in school. I was sleepy through my first couple of periods because I wasn't getting up, getting the right nutrition and the right things in my body. So it's centered around bringing the, the, the black man within the home, showing that it's a strong foundation with the black man being in the home, but also being healthy. Again, it goes back to our health aspect of certain things. So being healthy and actually teaching the youth and breaking the chains that we've had for generations of the black man not being in the home, the black man not cooking, the black man uh, being sick all the time, uh, breaking these stigmatisms. So we got to continue to push this so, energy so this and push the positive growth through, through the generations. Because so that way we can be a part of our generation of growth and growing up just like every other race. So this is leaving a legacy. This isn't yes. a one-time event. You're saying, how do we change things? How do we increase and create equity, basically? Yes. In, 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 in the areas of health, racial equity in the areas of health. So you, I mean, again, the first time I met with you guys and all the statistics you were sharing, I was so blown away because I think people aren't aware that it, and oftentimes these are preventable diseases with yes. the appropriate screenings. We're just not accustomed to doing the screenings. Sometimes we don't yeah. have access, financial yeah. access to get the screenings or not, you know. So all those things matter. And so when we have yes. these kind of conversations, we make it public to everyone. We share why it's so important. And, and, and I just love this. I, I, lo I love right. this more than you know. So we, we've got new Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. And Thursday is heart health. Thursday is what? Thursday is heart health at 12. So we're talking about heart health. We're talking, we were talking about just how the heart works, how, how our health is definitely is so much important when it comes to, we have a, I have to double check the doctor that's speaking on the heart health, but um, just how important it is, you know, to maintain a healthy heart, to eat the right vegetables, nutrition, things like that, that help flush out your system, help create good blood cells. We got We got to continue to help talking about the heart. So, you know, we die of heart attacks and things like that, but issues that we can bring, if we recognize the symptoms, we can attack them early. So it's so many different things that if we recognize our symptoms and we actually not be afraid to express how we're feeling and actually show that, okay, I'm worried about, 
I'm feeling this way right now. I'm worried because my heart rate is speeding up so fast right now. Like if we stop, so let's talk a little bit more about that. I I love that. I want to just, I want to slow down (laughs) because I think part of what we want to do, part of what we do with this show, it's called bigger than me for a reason, right? I bring on experts because it's bigger than me, people who are expert in various areas, but it's about, I said, we tell stories, we share wisdom, we elevate expectations. So when you elevate expectations, what you're doing is you're just basically telling the facts, you're sharing the facts. But you're also, you have some personal stories too, right? I've had lots of people talk about family members who, who, who've not passed away because we didn't get these, these, these health checks. Is there anything you want to share Mm -hmm. personally or any stories you've heard from other people that would help to connect with those people who might be watching? Well, um, personally, the reason why I'm, I, one of the reasons other than the fact that I'm just, I'm health conscious and I want to be healthy and I want to be here and live long. Um, but one of the reasons why I can, wanted to pull this initiative from Ohio all the way out here to the Pacific Northwest is the fact that um, my third year living out here, my brother, he experienced kidney failure, but kidney failure led to him having a heart attack. Heart attack led him flatlining twice. They brought him back. And then he's went through a series of different issues. Heart attack led, you know, that led to other issues. Like um, he had, and and it continued with him getting, uh, I'll just continue with letting him get, having him, his kneecap broke walking out of dialysis and then he's got his toes cut off because he has staph infection then uh, that led to you know him possibly going blind in his right eye possibly going blind like it's been a series of issues with him and I was flying back and back and forth home to check on him um time and time again throughout the whole process and then just recently he had got a new kidney then um after that, he had just had full knee replacement throughout through this whole COVID. I believe back uh, August, uh, July, August he had full knee replacement. So he, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're here for a reason. Like flat out, you're here. But he's been through so many health issues, so many things. But this also also comes from partying too much and not taking care of your health and your body at a younger age. And it's it's just crazy because my brother was only, um, my brother's only 38 when it's. 30, he was 37 when everything started going, when he started going through these issues. So, and it's just, that's one reason that for me personally, that it it made me want to take more initiative to out, to go out, network with people, communicate with the right people to help bring this walk and this free health screening and this initiative to the Pacific Northwest. I love um, it. I love it. Like I said, I was out there with you the last two years and there were thousands of people from churches and matching t-shirts, making it a competition. And what I loved about it is it was, it was as diverse then as it is now. So I'm going to have you continue down the list. We talked about Sunday, you had your podcast Monday, you're talking, you're talking about prostate Tuesday. It's um, COVID testing and, um, and Mm -hmm. colon cancer Wednesday. You said it's, the cooking with dads. I can't believe I'm remembering all this. This is great. It's good stuff. Thursday, <laughs> look at anything. And then Thursday, heart health. So what's happening on yes. Friday? Also, well, also, well, Thursday, heart health is at 12 p.m. Oh, there's and two things the on Thursday. Evening, yeah, two things on Thursday. Okay. Then Thursday at 6 p.m., we have our uh, HIV and AIDS talk. Mm, that's so, a good one. Now, that one is very touchy, <laughs> very sensitive, very stressful. Because of you know, the nature of it, in the abbreviation, in the names, you know, in the in the name, but it's still a conversation that is we need to have to help our community, to help drive people within the community to take ownership, not be afraid to even go get checked out and screened, 
and the screening aspect and, and, and want to be safe and want to have your partner be safe. So it's a conversation that needs to be had on all of us. Wow. So that is, yes, that is the Thursday evening, which is at the 6 p.m. I know. So <laughs> Thursday this is good stuff. I mean, yes. I love that these, these are tough. Later on, we're going to have Dr. Jerry Burtart join us because this is psychological in nature because there's a reason why we don't yes do these things it, yes. it, it all makes sense it's reasonable mm -hmm. you're not you're not asking people to do anything that's going to harm them you're basically saying here's what you can do to improve yes. your health yes here's what whoever you, do you are and having these un, uncomfortable conversations at times is what we like to call them um and then going into friday friday at 12 p.m um is our mental health talk um so mental health talk this is key uh so a little background, I've, I've been a mental health professional uh, before I moved to being a just personal trainer full time. So I've worked with people that's homeless, bipolar, schizophrenic, committing suicide, thinking about committing suicide, tried to commit suicide, commit suicide four or five, six, seven, eight times. I've been in the field um, throughout most of my college and life, but we have two uh, people, we have two mental health professionals uh, talking on these subjects. Uh, one, she's out of DC. Uh, she has a Buffalo, New York. Actually, she's out of Buffalo, New York. And the other, um, he is a 911 uh, crisis um, mental health professional down in Austin, Texas, who will be coming on and talking to us about issues and things like when he, he, he gets called out into the field when the police are called on someone. But we need to understand that the mental health is a part of something. The mental health is big within a black community and not every person is committing a crime or they're out here trying to be a uh, and getting in trouble or yelling and trying to and, and making it seem like they're doing something more outrageous than what they really are but it's their mental health it's not necessarily their them just being uh combative and being aggressive and being angry so the mental health aspect with that person uh with mr ife coming on and talking um about those type of stressors issues and things that he's had to deal with in the field and how he's how as a black man addressing those issues and it's good to see a black person coming out to do these assessments he's actually going out doing the assessments on on the people within the community so um, we have that heart health on well, i'm sorry we have mental health on friday and then saturday is a boot camp is physical health which is a boot camp for the family for everyone it's uh just total it's just body weight exercises at home jump in on zoom and that'll be directed by me so i'll be teaching the boot camp on saturday i'll be there i'll nine be there nine o'clock it'll be <laughs> It'll be a home workout. You can definitely just jump in on Zoom. Um, and that, that's just something, it's just, it's, it's, and it's just bringing the whole mental, physical, uh, nutritional, uh, everything, your health, everything with your health, just bringing it together for a full week. So, and that's what we do. And that's I, what we're doing. I, I love it. Dr. Tart, you just joined at the perfect time. <laughs> so we started this conversation. As you know, today we're talking about thriving in 2020 okay. we're talking yeah. about physical health mental health and spiritual wellness and you've met victor i think you met victor last year i had him on the show he did the men's wellness walk this oh. national walk uh. yes yes so and we're talking hey, about hey. These, these, these difficult conversations that people have and so i'm gonna have you do another introduction people you've been on the show a thousand times but we're gonna have you do an introduction for those who are watching and tell us who you are and why is this idea of thriving in 2020 why do these concepts of physical mental and spiritual wellness why why are these important for us to talk about well hi everybody um i'm jerry tart dr tart in uh, orlando florida and um to answer your question uh, Tracy, it is so critical because in order for us to continue 
to be our full selves. So we must have a concept of growth. So that growth is that even if, if you can t think of the analogy of planting a new plant and you have this idea of, of what it's supposed to look like in its, in its fullness, like, okay, if you're planting a rose and you really, really love pink roses, red roses or whatever, um, the, rose, the bush may be really tiny or whatever, but you have to be spe very specific. So where I'm going with this is that it's important for us to thrive. Each of us need to look at where we are. What is it that makes sense to us? What is it, what's, what's our projection? What do, what do we want? So you gotta think about that. And just as I heard Victor say a moment ago, that it's a totalness, it's like physical, mental, um, emotional, uh, financial, you name it. I mean, nothing can yes. be left out. You've got to be seriously, you have to be serious about it and you have to be particular in that you have to be focused. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean when I say folk, uh, particular. And one of the reasons is because if any part of us is lacking, the other is going to, the, there's something, we, we won't be at our full selves. We won't be at our, um, we won't be able to give our, our full benefit as it Absolutely. were, if any part of us is lacking. So if we don't take, and some, sometimes we miss that because sometimes we say, well, I'm good. I'm, there's nothing wrong with me. I don't have to go talk to a therapist. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to, uh, I'm good. I don't have to talk to anybody. Or I don't like to go to the doctors. I don't like doctors. So I'm not going to go and, and ask about this pain that's been in my side for the last year. Okay, it's exactly. Uh, go drink some uh, soda water or something like that. So if we miss out, we could really damage the whole, the whole, because we won't take care of a uh, just one part. But but in 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 an effort to thrive, we've got to be consistent and we've got to pay attention to the whole, the entire body. I love it, Victor. Do you have the uh? Do you have that list of the uh seven things you're doing that you can run through date? The, the topic, the date and the topic. Can you run, run through that again? I see several uh, new people are joining us. I just want to give you a chance to kind of create a really quick summary. Can you do it really quickly? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Um, so today there's a podcast. Um, the podcast link has been blasted out. It's all on social media. So the, today's a podcast with the Washington State Urological Society. Um, going into tomorrow at 6 p.m. Uh, on Monday, it'll be a uh, Prostate health, prostate cancer talk. So we'll be talking about prostate. We'll have we'll be talking about different issues, different uh, signs and symptoms of prostate cancer. Um, going into Tuesday, it'll be COVID testing. We'll talk about the vaccines, things, new things that's going on with the vaccines that we don't. A lot of things that we are unsure about. So it'd be good for everyone to tune into that one at 12 p.m. And then going into 6 p.m. on Tuesday, we have colon health, colon cancer talk, mm. um, talking about colon cancer. So we again, it's about talking about the health of our colon cancer, recognize symptoms, how to address it things like that with our family members um wednesday will be cooking with dads where we have a, a chef coming in cooking and he'll uh on via zoom show you how to cook a healthy meal for a family of four for 25 dollars or less that uh ingredients and email will be sent out blasted out to everyone so they'll know exactly what they need to get or going to their emergency feeding program to that will be able to help them help provide them with uh ingredients to help cook the meal on wednesday on thursday there will be uh, heart health at 12 and then HIV AIDS uh, talk at six at six p.m. And then on Friday it'll be mental health talk at twelve p.m. And on Saturday at nine a.m. it'll be a boot camp via Zoom, all via Zoom, free registration. We need everybody out because we gotta have these conversations and we gotta take care of our lives and our family. Black Men's Health Week, bmhm.eventbrite.com. Is that phenomenal or what? 
Woo. I just want to applaud you, Victor, just for doing what you're Thank doing. You. I just think it's so amazing. <laughs> Dr. Tart, now you saw those topics. I wanted to review mm -hmm. all those topics for those who are joining, those who are watching, but also for you. Now, these are tough conversations. Mm -hmm. Victor calls them rough conversations. Yes. Conversations that people avoid like the yes. plague. So now I need for you, Dr. Tart, show us the gallery view if you don't mind, um, uh, Nathan. I need for you, Dr. Tart, to talk to uh, Victor, you're going to do a little role playing for those women who might be like, I don't think my husband's been to the doctor for the last 10 years. How can I get him to go? Okay. I need for y'all to do a little role play if you don't mind. Right. First, tell us what should we do? What can women say? And then I want you guys to role play and we're going to help women and help men to basically get there. Because, again, the, let me just say the right woman, ladies. If you talk to your men in a loving, kind way, there is nothing, <laughs> nothing that you cannot convince them to do. I have been participating in something called Juicy Woman University with Debrina Jackson Gandy. Dr. Yeah, Tar, I am juicier than I ever done. <laughs> Dr. Oh, Debrina, that's, that's my girl. Yeah. There is so much power. Mm -hmm. Women, we have so much. We control the narrative. You mm -hmm. control the outcome of every interaction that you have because of our feminine energy. Yes. So, so I'm going to have you, um, Dr. Tart, talk to him. You guys, uh, let me see if I can make this a gallery view. There you go. All right. Okay. So Dr. Tart, look over uh, to, to Victor. Say okay. he's your he's your son. I'm okay. okay with that. He's your son. He's your husband. He's whomever, your father even, right? Mm -hmm. Talk to him. And Victor, play, play rough a little bit. Make her work okay. for it. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Oh, Play rough. Okay, so those watching. Okay, so um, Victor, you know, um, this week is um, Men Health Week. And yes. I know that we've had this conversation 15 times if we've had it once, okay? And there are some things that really concern me, honey. It really mm -hmm. is. I've been watching you whenever it is that I come over and I see you. Uh, I've talked with, uh, you know, your wife and and she's been concerned about some things and and I don't I'm I'm a little bit confused, honey. So can you help me to understand why it is that you don't see this as being important? You know, well, um, issue. I feel I, feel, I mean I feel, I feel fine, fine. So mm -hmm. I don't think I need to do those type of like go to mm -hmm. anything like that because I I get up every day. I go to work. I mean, I mean I feel good. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm tired, but I'm tired because I work twelve hours. But that's I'm fine. Okay. So, so you know what. I've been, we've been talking about this for the last six weeks and every day you give me basically the same thing. You're tired and you may not say that you're fine, but you just say that you're tired, honey. Um, and, and, you know, Mary and I've talked and, and she said that, you know, you guys made this conscious decision that you were going to eat better. So you aren't going out to fast foods and all this kind of good stuff, but you say that you're still tired. Don't you think that something is wrong with that picture, honey? Uh, I, mean, I, I think I have my little cheat meals here and there when I shouldn't, so I think mm -hmm. that's part of it. Mm -hmm. But I don't really, uh, I don't really think that that's like what's going on. I think I just, I probably need. I would say more than anything, I might need more sleep. So let's just say I need more sleep instead of, you know, the eating. Aspect. You know, Victor, Victor. Last Saturday, brother man, you slept yeah. twelve straight hours. You slept. Come on, so come on, come on now. Let's be real. Okay, well, you know, well, you know, I, talk like this. Come on now. Well, you know, we got it ain't as 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 a as a man, you know, we can't really, you know, we, we got work to do. So 
Yeah, that was, that yeah, was just I, a that was a lucky that was a good day. Like it was okay. a good sleep, but you know, mm-hmm. but I gotta get back to work. You know, I gotta get money. You said I gotta, it. I'm gonna uh-huh. take your own words. I heard you. You say, as a man, you got work to do. And honey, I right. believe that. I really believe. I mean, you know, I want you to be the best man that you can possibly be, honey. You know, you mm-hmm. got the little one here, and she's just just loving on her daddy, and she wants her daddy to be here, and she wants him to be healthy forever and a day because you know, you 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 are her king. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you nobody is better than her daddy. Nobody, nobody. So come on, don't you want to do it for her, even if you don't want to do it for yourself? All I'm trying to say is that not only have you, I've recognized that you're sluggish. Mary's talking about how sluggish you are. You're irritable. You are just seemingly uncomfortable in your own skin. And you've told me that you got some other issues that you, you, you know, you're, you're going, you, if I can say that, you know, you may be going to the bathroom a little bit more often than you normally go. And mm-hmm. you know those kinds of things, and and I'm I'm just concerned. And it could be it could be nothing, but honey, it really could be something. At this stage, you're over 35 years old, mm-hmm. so there are some, some so some concerns that you need to you need really do need to look at. And and if you don't believe me, you know, if you don't believe me, go and ask your dad. Oh, he he's been where you've been, and and he's now older and doing some other stuff. So go and talk to him if you don't believe me. I know I'm not a man, but I do believe, and I've been watching you since you were born. So sweetheart, mm-hmm. I'm really concerned about where you are right now. And, and I know that as a black man, you know, we've got some other issues that we have to take care of. Diabetes is one of them. So let us not pretend, let's not placate. This is, things are just working. These things are just going on in the world that we really do need to be attentive. You are a black man and we love you and black lives matter, right? Okay, so there you go. That's all I got to say about that. You got now. me. <laughs> oh yeah. So did you literally just go say to Black Lives Matter? Did you, did you, did you literally they just do. say, well, they do. I love that. Your Black Lives Matters, Victor. Yes, <laughs> yes, I agree. So I'll be going that. to the doctor. I'll be going to go get you. Oh, honey, I'm so proud. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so proud. <laughs> okay, you guys, that was really good. That was really, really good. Whew, I love that. I wanted to go just to be clear. One of the things that I think that is important for us to do whenever it is that you're trying to convince somebody to change their attitude or their mood about something or their their philosophy about something, pay attention to something that they already love, okay? Mm -hmm. Speak to where the emotional connection already is, right? I agree. You don't have to talk about or just be uh, dogmatic or whatever. If you Mm -hmm. go in recognizing that I know that you matter, because sometimes people don't go, they just don't because they, they their fears are greater than anything else that they can think of. So we try to pull them in to think about what is significant to not only them, but to others. Most so Dr. Tar, are you saying that part of these courageous conversations, <laughs> he's doing all this great work with men's health, but mm-hmm. if we don't get people there, mm-hmm. then it's for not. So are you yeah. saying that these, these courageous conversations, um, it's important for, for women to help their men get there and for men yes. to think about who they love and who they may want to Mm-hmm. be there for so basically we're saying connect yes. to something that matters even if you don't think yes. you need to yes. you're, 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 you're bulletproof right mm-hmm. you're superman and nothing could possibly happen to you mm-hmm. then then you basically do it for your loved one so that they can not be stressed out because basically yes. now you're saving your wife because she's stressed out worried about you so mm-hmm. you're going to get your test done maybe that helps your wife or your child mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be is that what i'm hearing yes. from you yes yes absolutely and and then you can zero in on things because one of the things that I wanted to try to ask him is that I didn't say that I thought about it for a minute, but why don't you go? Because that's mm-hmm. another thing. If the, as I said before, if the fear factor is bigger than anything else, 
there may have been an experience that they've had. Okay, some people don't like needles. So when they think of doctors, they associate them with needles. Some people don't like blood. So when they think of doctors, they, they associate it with blood or whatever. But everything doesn't have to be about a needle or everything doesn't have to be about blood. And even there, the probability is whatever that experience is that may have brought you there to that place of trauma or whatever you want to call it, um, may not, that was then, this is now. So you want to help them to understand the significance of moving from that point to a new point. I love it. What, what I love most about what you guys are talking about. So Victor, I heard, I, I saw you nodding your head. I'm going to close the blinds here in a second, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but uh, Victor, I heard you nodding. Your, I saw you nodding your head when Dr. Tart talked about the fears. And earlier you said people are afraid of needles. That's why they don't want to go, you know, get blood drawn or all of those things. Are there any other fears that you can share that Dr. Tart can then help to resolve? Well, um, well, with the black man, like it's it's a lot of fears. It's, it's, it's fear of thinking, um, oh, I, I I work at let's say UPS and my manager's a white guy. He's already, you know, you already may think he's a racist, so you're fearful of saying, oh, I gotta miss work. So no matter what you do, I got I'm fear about I'm worried about missing work. So if I miss work, then oh, they're gonna think I'm a lazy black man. I'm think I'm lazy, or I'm just trying to get out of being work. Um, or there's fears I don't trust this doctor. Like oh, finally when I get to the doctor, now I don't trust the doctor. Like. I don't trust the doctor. So um, you don't go into the doctor, go into the doctor with questions. Um, that's one thing that I've started learning to do is actually go into the doctor with questions and actually figure out like when I do go to the doctor, like ask questions, like ask questions because um, we could, we think the doctors are mad. Oh, we're here. They're going to give us this test. Let us know what's going on. Like we think the doctors are boom, supposed to know everything. So it's that fear of the connection with the doctor. So being engaging with the health, the health professionals that we are working with, when we do go to the doctor uh the other other feels fears are just men men every day we just have we have so many other fears of just feeling feeling vulnerable feeling weak feeling you know, stressed like it doesn't have to be oh i'm my physical my mental health like i'm stressed out because oh i just got out of jail and i'm trying to see get custody of my kid at least the visitations and see so those are mental aspects or certain things and fears that we we don't put those things out of there and that's things that we've been taught it's generational we have been generationally taught to not show weakness, not show fear, not show our soft size, to be strong, don't cry. Like if as a kid, you've been told by your bigger cousins, your bigger uncles and stuff, oh, you're a crybaby, you don't cry, you, you know? So then that's just continuously in your head as, to, to, as you get older, all right, I'm not gonna show this side of me. Even though I'm hurt, I'm not gonna show that fear, show that side of me, I'm not gonna show that vulner vulnerability within me. So these type of things are within the conversations that we continuously need to have um, into to just to help us grow. So these are just fears each and every day. It's, just, it's, a, it's a list of things like men fear about a lot of things that we don't necessarily push out daily. Yeah. And, I, and the reason I've had Dr. Tart as a part of this show so often is because mental health is so important. It's such a valuable part of every of well-being in general. So, Dr. Tart, let's let's talk specifically you to that man who is listening, watching, or the woman who has a man in her life who she knows has not gone to the doctor to have any of the screenings that that, that Victor is going to be uh, addressing throughout this week. Mm -hmm. What would you say specifically about that fear that would help to generate an action right away. One thing that Victor, as Victor talked about the various reasons why guys will sometimes be fearful in terms of going to the doctor, sometimes it's just hearing the word fear. You know, so, so, so you know, I'm not scared. I'm not scared of anything. What you talking about? 
I'm not, I'm not, I'm not afraid. I mean, I just don't want to go. There's nothing wrong with me. So you know, you, you know, your partner probably better than most people uh, or, or your child or whomever, or even the guy that may hear me talking, you know, yourself better than most people. So being, being truly being upfront with yourself, you know, having that, okay, let's find out what the deal is. Because you say that nothing is wrong with you. You say that you can you can explain any and every ache that you may have had or any long-term uh, problem that you may have had with, with your like headaches or stomach aches or whatever. And then you try to appeal to, well, what is it that you think that you're supposed to do? A number of people are culturally invested in what they consider to be home remedies and those kinds of things. Well, I know my grandmama used to do this and she would just go and get some tea and she'd get some pine, 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 uh, pine strength, you know, pine, what you call those things? Not pine cones, but <laughs> peppermint. I'm really serious about this. Yeah, the, the peppermint, yeah. yeah, the yeah. Hot toddy, and, you get right, the hot right, toddy. Right, right, you know, and, and we would mix that up and then she would, uh, we would drink it. Or, you mm -hmm. know, every spring, my mom would just give me a big dose of castor oil. Hey, and that took care of it. And I never went to the doctor. Don't talk about, we were good. And, 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 and we tend to think that because it may have worked then, mm -hmm. then we think that it's going to work now. But so many of us, so many of us have really died too early because we were um, unwilling or believed that we were, and I'm going to say this because it's really important. And I hope that you guys hear me and take it for what it means. We sometimes even begin to believe that we aren't even worthy. Mm. Okay. That we aren't even worthy to get it together. It's going to cost too much money. I don't have that kind of money. So I don't see why I need to go. Cause I don't need to know something that I'm not going to be able to do anything about. So I'm good. Right. Mm. Or I live this long and everybody got, you know, the, the excuses that we make, everybody has to die of something, but does it have to be so hard? Does it have to be because you don't know? There are, there are things that are so, so easy to be taken care of, even if it is that you would go. So where I'm going with this, Tracy, is that if we just, just can hear them, we know kind of their verbiage, know your audience. I say that often. Right. Know seek first, to, seek yeah. first to understand and then to yes. be understood. There you right? go. So yeah, ask, some right. ask, ask, ask some questions. Ask some questions. And as you know your audience, <laughs> speak to them using their own verbiage. Listen, don't try to impose or pour your mindset onto them, all right? Just listen to what they're saying. And, and, and initially, you please tell them that you heard them, maybe even that you understood what they said. That doesn't mean that you agree. So you take what, they, what they've said and you try to help them to see that maybe it's irrational. Or like I said before, maybe it's a concept because grandma did it and you loved grandma dearly and you never wanted to disappoint her or whatever, but your living longer would not be a disappointment to grandma, okay? It's that kind of thing. So you go where, where do you see the, and I'm gonna use the term, where do you see the soft spots? Mm. If you can appeal to them from that perspective. I love right? it. So, so we're gonna mm. go to another gallery view. So Castor is disgusting, by the way. Say that again? <laughs> Castoil. Oh my goodness. My grandfather made me take that. That whoa. See, see, that's my what I'm talking But it cures everything, right? Yes. <laughs> or so they led us to believe it. Right, exactly. I don't know what that was. So Victor, I have a question for you. So you said you know Jabrina Jackson Gandy, is that correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, so yes. so you have us on a gallery view, uh, correct? I, I put it on there myself. So hopefully that's what you have, what you're showing uh from the studio. So 
Debrina Jackson Gandy, as you know, as you know, she teaches this series, a whole series. Mm-hmm. That she's written a number of books, best-selling books. One of the series that she teaches is called Juicy Woman University. Yes. And what I can tell you is she also does this Love Academy. She wrote a book called The Love Lies. Mm-hmm. Get the book called Love Lies, ladies. It is amazing. First of all, I've I've only been in a few like I've been in very successful relationships. So I'd say about five long-term relationships, right? In my life. I'm 50 years old. So that's, you know, that's pretty good odds. I got pretty low numbers, right? I've done pretty well in the relationship area. And it's only because I'm very selective before I, you know, move forward. But my honey, who I've been with right now for over 12 years, we've been very good together, but I just learned from Debrina about being even more feminine. I mean, you know, I got, I got a masculine energy in that you're at work, you're getting stuff done, you're a project manager, you're ruling, you know, you're running things, you, got, you know, that doesn't work with men. So women, don't try to bully him into, um, right? Do right. not try to, do not try to bam him over the head with the metrics. That probably doesn't work very well either, does it? No. But lovingly, let me be clear, Victor. <laughs> is there anything your wife can't lovingly ask you that you wouldn't do? No. Oh no. And let me be clear. I put it into practice. Simple things that I couldn't get my honey to do because I was approaching him in a different way. What Debrina shares with us is women, we get the outcome that we've initiated. No one wants to hear that. No one wants to believe that, but it's true. Based on how we approach our men, their response. Let me just use that word. Their response to us completely aligns, right, to what you've given them. So if you're lovingly, if I'm juicy, that's the word that she uses, which is simply about, (laughs) it's simply about connecting. How would you describe, how would you describe Debrina if you know her well? Like what, 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 have you, what would you say about her that would um, Uh, maybe be advice or input from other women? How, How would you describe her? Uh, she's a she's very she's very engaging, very passionate about her work. Uh, she's a loving person, um, tremendously loving. Like we first met, we, we we she hugged me immediately when we first met. It was our first time meeting, so it was just amazing. The energy that she brings off is is is, is, is amazing. Um, she, like I said, she's passionate. She's just she's she loves to work. She loves helping others, and she loves helping the community. And she's just a, she's a good pillar for the community and to actually help more women feel stronger, feel more empowered, feel, you know, more juicy, should we say, in everything <laughs> that she does. So uh, she's just amazing. She's just a great person to be around. And I, you know, I love her to death and she's a good person. So we talk, we still talk, we talk all the time. So and we stay in communication. We're in big support of each other's programs, organizations and things like that. So, and I love the work that she's doing. So Has she provided any advice to you from a relationship perspective or have you learned anything from her love academies or any of that mm-hmm. other stuff? Any advice to me? Well, she's the only, well, well I would say the, the advice things that we, we would just talk about is just, and just seeing her, and actually I talked with her husband too, uh, Ooh, just seeing see, her, that, just, uh, yes. <laughs> it's just, you know, just, you know, always just, just to be understanding, communicate, and then just really, we just talked just about just letting each other do our things, like, let, you know, you do your thing at work and do your thing with, with what you have going on and you know okay and i'm just busy you know being my man doing my thing in the gym and you know giving our space when the space needs to be given but you know also just coming back together and always connecting communicating and working together so and actually just putting that foundation of actually being together so those are certain things just letting you know each other have their time have their space but you know bringing it together as well so those are things i love, I love about her so 
<clears throat> I love that. Dr. Tart, any mm -hmm. advice? And the reason I'm asking him to talk, have this conversation, ladies, is because when you have a loving relationship like what he's describing, these little tips, these little, this little these bits of advice, when you have these type of um, of connections in your relationship, you're able to convince your partner to do things because you, you've you already built this beautiful foundation. You're not at each other, right? There's a trust. There's a, the men actually want, this is what Debrina talks about and kind of women changing your beliefs. The reason her book is called Love Lies is because there's a whole series of things a lot of us are raised to believe about relationships. And so if part of men's health is women helping men to get these tests done, this is like some of the strategies, right? Yes. One way that you can do that is basically having him trust you, love you, connect with you, being, allowing him to um, actually fulfill your needs mm -hmm. in such a way and you demonstrate your gratitude in him doing so. So if you see said baby, Victor darling, yes. it, it would really mean a lot to me if you could get a colon cancer screening I know you're just turned, how old are you? 36. Okay, you're young, but I'm gonna pretend you just you turned 50. Yeah, you, can... <laughs> you just turned 50. <laughs> you just turned 50. And my father died of colon cancer. So true story. If he had gotten checked, by the time he found out it was stage four, mm. he had a bunch of vitamins and herbs and everything he, that they thought could potentially cure it after the fact. He had symptoms. We, we had really honest conversations. He had symptoms that he, that he ignored. Mm -hmm. that, that, right. And so my question to you is, baby, if you care about me even a little bit, if you care about my mental health and my sanity, would you please go get that colonoscopy? And I promise I promise you, I'll be foreverly grateful and I'll demonstrate that on a daily basis. I mean, I would probably I would most likely say yes. Thanks, honey. <laughs> I would give a little pushback at first, but then the, the outcome would be yes. For sure. and, and, and the other thing is what Debrina says is if the initial thing is a pushback, then she talks about negotiating. Yeah. You got to be soft and loving. If you're used to being, you know, having that masculine energy like we do at work and then and then your husband's not used to you being your loving, juicy yes. self. Right. You got to kind of prove that that's who you are now. Right. I've kind of had to demonstrate a new me. And so if the first answer is no, you can't get upset. You can't act the fool. You have to stay connected. <laughs> yes. Right. You still got to love him up. You got to make sure he understands that this is your new you. And darling, just know how much I'd appreciate it if you and you got to whisper to him in the right moments too, ladies. Right. Don't do it when he's upset. Right, do it in those moments where yep, you know yep. it's gonna start getting in. Dr. Tart, can you help me out? I'm gonna give you the last yep, two minutes. Yep. There you uh, go. Is this psychological warfare here, but it's a loving, <laughs> juicy way. Everybody wins. It's a win-win. It is, yeah. it is. And taking those, taking taking those special moments and just kind of reiterating it's not not that you're uh nagging or whatever, but just in the right moments, even when you're you know, you're sitting down to eat and then you say, remember we were talking the other day, honey, and you said that you would address it again with me. So I would really, really love it if you were to go, you know, I can set up the appointment with you and I promise you, I'll be right there with you. I'll go with you, you know, whatever it is, that it, whatever whatever you need me to do, I'll be right there, you know, in those little special moments. And, and again, celebrating how happy or how proud you are of the decisions that he's making. You see that celebration part is, is huge. Ladies, I'm gonna give you a little tip. Dr. Tart, you've heard of um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs and then yeah. Pavlov, Pavlov and the dog, right? Where they rang a bell and then the dog would salivate and then they just rang the bell. So ladies, let me just tell you something. When you're in a loving, intimate space, if you find a space that you can touch your man's hand, I like right back here in the back of his, you just touch his little soft hairs in the back, find something. 
if you're touching those spots in other moments of kissing and loving, tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying, Victor. Tell me I'm lying. Right? You find the spot. When I want something from my honey, we don't even have to say a word. I just go and just sit with him, my hand around his neck, and just touch that little spot, whatever it might be. Conversations land a little better, my line. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to work it. You got to ease it up. You got to keep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this was amazing. Look, we have to we have to end this hour. I'm going to give you the final word, Victor. Um, if you can, if you can uh, share with those who are watching what you're doing, and real quick, how can they find you? Um, so I definitely. Um, so Black Black Men's Health Week starting today. Podcast. We have a list of conversations, list of um, mental health issues, stressors, things that are affecting us, us black men and killing us at a young age. Um, you can definitely just—it's a free registration for everyone. Free, free conversation, free registration for the black men to actually come in and have these unhealth, un uneasy conversations. Um, you can definitely register at uh, bmhw at eventbrite.com, which is Black Men's Health Week. Eventbrite.com. Um, you can also. Uh, find me as Mr. Underscore Motivation Underscore Seven on Instagram or Victor L. Tobert on Facebook, um, which will have all the content, all the information, things like that going on, everything that you need to actually be a part of this Black Men's Health Week. And we'll just keep motivating you. We'll keep inspiring. We'll keep it, and we, we're going to keep having these conversations so that way we can help save Black men's lives. And that's what this is generated around is having the Black men live longer because we want to be here for our, our kids longer we're going to be for our kids kids when we'll be for our great grandkids so we want to keep pushing we want to live longer well living longer means we have to be educated so we need to be educated and informed on the issues and things that are going on thank you so much this is thank victor you. tolbert we have jerry bird dr jerry bird tart stay with us for the next hour at three o'clock we're going to continue a conversation new conversation on this idea of achieving racial equity and inclusion right we're going to take it to another level around mm, nice. the mental health aspects of that victor thank you so much for what you're doing thank Keep you doing it. we appreciate you thank you thank you thank hey. you thank you ladies have a great week and be safe okay. out there thank you thank you all right take care this bye. is tracy harrell it's bigger than me <laughs> <laughs>